हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्णा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय गौरानिता गौरानि 
Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 18, Verse Number 42. Nahi kaschit priyastri naam Nahi kaschit priyastri naam Anjasa swasisatma naam Anjasa swasisatma naam Patim putram bratramba Patim putram bratramba Granti arthe gata yanti cha Granti arthe gata yanti cha Nahikas chit priyastri nam Anjasaswasisatmanam Patim putram bratramba Granti arthe gata yanti cha Nahikas chit priyastri nam Anjasaswasisatmanam Patim putram bratramba Granti arthe gata yanti cha Nahi kaschit priyastri naam Andrasashvashisatmanam Patimputram bratramba Gatinti arthi khatayanti cha Nahi kaschit priyastri naam Anjasaswasisatmanam Patim putram bhrataramva Granti arthe ghatayanti cha Nahi 
Word for word meaning. Na, not. He, certainly. Kaschit. Anyone, Priya, dear, Srinam, to woman, Anjasa, actually, Swa Ashisha, for their own interests, Atmanam, most dear, Patim, husband, Putram, son, Brataram, brother, Va, or Gnanti, they kill. Arthe, for their own interests. Ghatayanti, cause to be killed. Cha, also. Translation. To satisfy their own interests, women deal with men as if the men were most dear to them. But no one is actually dear to them. Women are supposed to be very saintly. But for their own interest, they can kill even their husband, sons or brothers, or cause them to be killed by others. You can repeat the translation. To satisfy their own interests, women deal with men as if the men were most dear to them. But no one is actually dear to them. Women are supposed to be very saintly. But for their own interests, they can kill even their husbands, sons or brothers, or cause them to be killed by others. A woman's nature has been particularly well studied by Kashyapa Muni. Women are self-interested by nature and therefore they should be protected by all means so that their natural inclination to be self-interested will not be manifested. Women need to be protected by men. A woman should be cared for by her father in her childhood, by her husband in her youth, and by her grown sons in her old age. This is the injunction of Manu, who says that a woman should not be given independence at any stage. Women must be cared for so that they will not be free to manifest their natural tendency for gross selfishness. There have been many cases, even in the present day, in which women have killed their husbands to take advantage of their insurance policies. This is not a criticism of women, but a practical study of their nature. Such natural instincts of a woman or a man, or a man are manifested only in the bodily conception of life. When either a man or a woman is advanced in spiritual consciousness, the bodily conception of life practically vanishes. We should see all women as spiritual units, aham brahmasmi, whose only duty is to satisfy Krishna. Then the influences or different modes of material nature, which result from one's possessing a material body, will not act. The Krishna conscious movement is so beneficial that it can very easily counteract the contamination of material nature, which results from one's possessing a material body. Bhagavad Gita therefore teaches in the very beginning that whether one is a man or a woman, one must, one must know that he or she is not the body but a spiritual soul. Everyone should be interested in the activities of the spirit soul, not the body. As long as one is activated by the bodily conception of life, there is always the danger of being misled, whether one is a man or a woman. 
The soul is sometimes described as Purusha because whether one is dressed as a man or a woman, one is inclined to enjoy this material world. One who has this spirit of enjoyment is described as Purusha. Whether one is a man or a woman, he is not interested in serving others. Everyone is interested in satisfying his, her own, or his or her own senses. Krishna consciousness, however, provides first-class training for a man or a woman. A woman should be trained to be a first-class devotee of Krishna, and a woman should be a man should be trained to be a first-class devotee of Lord Krishna, and a woman should be trained to be a very chaste follow, follower of her husband. That will make the lives of both of them happy. Omagyanati mirandasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam jena tasma shri guruve namaha Sri chaitanya mano bhishtam sthapitam jena bhutale swayam rupa kadamayam dadati swapadantikam Vandeham shri guru shri yutapadakamaram shri gurun vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Mancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Vyayavacha Patita Nama Pavane Bhyavaishnave Bhyavanamonamaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Namam Vishnavadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisheshune Vadi Paschata Deshatarine Hare Krishna So these are, uh, we are continuing the section where Diti has decided that she wants to kill Indra. And she has used her, her power of convincing her husband through all means what she could. And she is successful. And Kashyapamuni has agreed to fulfill her desire. So we'll see later in the chapter, which many other speakers will speak upon, but Kashyapamuni, understanding the nature of his wife very clearly, as the first statement of the purport Srila Prabhupada says, a woman's nature has been particularly well studied by Kashyapamuni um, because he has understood the weakness a woman can display when fully in bodily concept, bodily conception of life. Understanding that he will in future decide that, that, he, that because he is a husband, but he is a weak husband. He became weak, he got attracted to the, to the sensual pleasures and, and, and fell down in one sense. But now his responsibility as a husband is also of a guru, because he is the leader, he is, the, he, is, he is running the show. So as a leader in the house, or as, uh, because Diti is dependent on Kashyapa, now he will engage her in such a way that she gets purified. And that's, that's, the, that's one of the key responsibility as a leader or as a guru uh, Kashyapa plays now. Before he has shown weaknesses, but from now on, later from this, in this chapter, he'll act as a guru. And how he'll act as a guru? Because he will give Diti ways to fulfill her desire, ways to practice meditation, ways to satisfy Lord Vishnu in such a way that she gets even purified of her own desire. 
And Prabhupada in further and later purports also mentions that this is the potency of Krishna conscious practice. That you may come and practice in whatever consciousness you may be in with all ex external motives. With completely the, mo the, the with complete motives of of satisfying your senses, but it is the potency of the spiritual practice which practically purifies you. And we see in many many examples, especially the example of Prahlad Maharaj, who wanted a kingdom bigger than his great grandfather Lord Brahma. And the whole purpose of his meditation, the only sole purpose of him doing such a severe meditation, which we can't even imagine. Uh, in six months, him attaining perfection of seeing Lord Vishnu face to face, where his meditation involved practically no breathing towards the end of it, drinking just every third day, eating just shoots and roots to begin with. In six months, when he got darshan of the Lord, it was very embarrassing for him because as soon as the conch of the Lord touched him, as soon as the process of devotional service purified his heart, um, he was very ashamed. And he quoted a very, very famous verse. And he says, Sthana abhilashi tapaso sitoham tvam praptavan neha murindra goyam kacham vichinyan apidibiratnam swamin kritartavasmi varam nayachen. That I was so much interested in this piece of land. What is the piece of land? It's a planet bigger than Lord Brahma's planet. It's not just piece of land. It is something else. I was interested in that piece of land, but I have found you who is very difficult to be found by great Munis and Rishis. So as soon as I saw you, I realized that you are a diamond. But what I was interested in is broken pieces of glasses. My material desire was like broken pieces of glasses, but you are that valuable jewel. So after getting you, who cares about broken pieces of glasses? So Swamin Kirtarthosmi Varam Nayachit. Please, my dear Lord, don't fulfill my desire. But what was the Lord's reaction? He did fulfill Dhruva's desire, but in such a way that he is not bound. So we will see in Diti's case also, even though it's not uh, Vishwanachakri Thakur mentions when explaining the, the further procedures, he very specifically says that the process which Kashyapa gave her was of Vaishnav Paddhati. It was Vaishnav worship. It was worship of Lord Vishnu. And that purifies Diti to a degree that she, him, Diti and Indra both apologizes to each other. Because later we'll see Indra will enter her womb he sneaks in her womb waiting for an opportunity that she will do one fault from the whole strict procedure Kashyapa mentions. Kashyapa Rishi will give Diti such strict regulations to follow. A couple of examples of that strict regulation was that no matter what, you should wash your hand, face, feet after eating. It's, uh, it's very common, right? But it, she was so fatigued after following such a strict vow for one full year, that once she forgot, just one time she forgot to wash her hands. And that was a fault. And using that as a fault, Indra entered her womb while, when she was pregnant and started cutting off her fetus into seven pieces. And then those seven pieces were further cut into another, which became 49 pieces. And 49 fetuses were there within the womb of Diti. But when Supreme Lord had planned to protect her, nothing could have happened. And Prabhupada mentions when Parikshit was protected in the womb, even Brahmastra couldn't kill the womb, the child in the womb. So what can Indra do? When Brahmastra could not kill Parikshit, what potency Indra had? And so, so then Indra realized that even me, after chopping the, 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 the fetus in the womb for, into 49 pieces, they're still alive, all of them. And they, they tell Indra that we are in your side. In the womb, this is a talk happening, that we are your followers. Indra realizes, oh my God, this is a mistake I've done. But simultaneously, Diti is also purified 
And Indra also realizes that why I'm being insecure unnecessarily. Uh, and they both apologize to each other. And that only happens, why? Because the Supreme Lord is involved in the equation. So both of them who were showing their lower natures, whether it was Indra or Diti, get over their lower natures because Supreme Lord was involved in the equation. And that is going to be the theme and that's the purport Srila Prabhupada very specifically mentions, uh, uh, glorifying the potency of Krishna Consciousness. Because, because when the Supreme Lord is involved, it's not the modes of nature which controls us. Like yesterday, Jayasachi Prabhu was making a nice point. Even though he gave a very brief class on this topic and he escaped by speaking about book distribution. <laughs> uh, but he did mention a very important point that when such verses are heard or read, no offense should be taken, especially by those devotees who are trying to learn spiritual knowledge, because this is the nature of the body, which one is in. And we hear very classic examples, you know, when Indra was cursed to, to live as a hog, he didn't even want to go back and live as Indra, the king of heaven. Why? Because he was enjoying the body he was in. It has nothing to do with we, the spiritual spark within the body. It is the covering we have. So, we've, in society, if you, if you see the damages done by men uh, or, the, or, the, or, the, or the crime done by men, if you see jails are 95% filled with men or maybe 90% filled with men, the crimes done. Uh, socially, ethically, environmentally, men are more damaging than women. So, that's their outer covering which makes them do all this activities which are very destructive. Most of the physical fights you see are men involved. But then the other side we see the nature of the woman also has her own aspect. Um, that particular body, the physiology and psychology of that, of that body we carry, the subtle or gross body, will naturally display her nature or its nature. And, and, and hearing and reading those natures, one should actually appreciate the clarity scriptures gives instead of taking it offensively. Hmm? And what, what specific clarity it's giving? I actually confirmed it with my, my sisters and cousins that, that this is how women actually think. Uh, this is how at workplace, uh, if given a leadership role, Women think not exactly this verse of killing husband and all this is extreme, and we all know not all women will think like that. But but uh, at workplace, if given power, and if there is someone whom they don't gel up well, that person goes through a hell of a time. Because the as in that body, the the control over emotion is less, the the expression is is very direct. So. So she said, yeah, if, if, if in leadership roles um, there is someone in the office who, who, whom we, we're not happy with, the reactions are very different how men will react to. Uh, so, so many times, many times this, you know, if, if, you see, if you see historically in Vedic culture, there was, a, there was a lot of compatibility between contribution of both men and women. And, and, and it was, it was, uh, very complementing to each other. We would not even hear such topics, such discussions what we hear now, where, where we talk about third or fourth generation of feminism at peak and male chauvinistic society, very exploitative society at its peak, which has caused feminism to also rise and fight back. Why? Because both would complement each other and the roles were very well divided. You know, currently also if you see in art schools, women are more because that, that subtle nature or liking is more of that body. If you see labor, labor work, men are more because physical labor involves men more. So when the fight is on equal rights, it becomes very unclear that what are you actually fighting for. 
if it's not properly understood. So, you know, if there is a, there are, there is a group of ten children, and you ask a man to control or a woman to control, naturally, women will be better in controlling kids because they can do it. It's their it's their strength. It's their nature. So when in Vedic cultures this was very clearly understood and roles were very clearly divided. But why it was happily accepted? Because men, specifically as natural leaders of society, men were more chivalrous. They were more protective. Now that protective nature has turned more exploitative, which has given rise to feminism, but leading towards destructive feminism. Uh, so even though it's a strong statement, but it's happening, and especially by by leaders even in the West who are who are very concerned about where the society is heading, they are very worried that West is especially Western uh, environment is turning towards a situation which can't be reversed the way it is heading to heading the direction it's heading in. So it's something of of concern. But solution is very specifically given in this verse, in this purport and the previous purport also. If you see purport of 40, 41st verse, for the, the previous verse, Prabhupada's first statement only solves this whole equation that why scriptures are talking the way they are talking. And Srila Prabhupada mentions that woman is now depicted very well from the materialistic point of view by Kashyapa Muni. Mm. It's completely a materialistic viewpoint on women. Why? Because that's the display of that particular body, the nature it can display. In, in this current verse, current verse, Srila Prabhupada is quoting, oh yes, we have heard cases where uh, uh, husband is killed for an insurance policy. I don't know, it must be some news in the 70s what Srila Prabhupada must have heard or read and he's quoting that news. Uh, if you see aggression, many, many uh, cases of domestic violence where men have caused harm to women and they have killed. But here, it, that, it's not just aggression, it's a strategic planning. And we see in Ramayana also when Mantra very, very well instigated Kekai that Bharat should be the king and Lord Ram should be banished. She, she pretty much showed this nature. The, the Lord Ram, whom she loved, literally, actually loved as her son, she banished him to, to go and live in forest, basically die there. Just, just banished to the forest, just leave. She did not, of course we can say this is Leela of the Lord, she was participating in the pastime of the Lord, but if you see just from material point of view, she actually displayed this exact verse. She just banished Lord Ram, you go to the forest, you live or die, I don't give a damn, I don't care. Okay, Lakshman, you also go, I don't care. Sita, you also want to go, you also go, I don't care. My son should be the king. My son should get the right. But what was the reason? When Mantra, when Mantra started instigating Kekai about this whole conspiracy, she started basically feeding all the ideas in, in Kaikai's mind, KK was rejecting Mantra, you are fool. How can this be possible? You are talking nonsense now. He is my son, he can't do this, that to me. You know what was the change in Kaikai's mind? What made her change her, her decision from loving Ram to banishing Ram? When Mantra said to Kaikai, Oh, so far you are the favorite queen. You are favored by Dasharath. As soon as Ram becomes king, Kaushalya, who is the biological mother of Ram, in, according to the Leela, she will become superior to you and she will take revenge because, you were, because she was never the favorite queen. And this hit Kaikai very hard. And she decided, that's it. I don't care who lives or who dies. I want my position as superior to be maintained. And it was not just Ram who was banished, her so much loving son, or Lakshman who was also loved by Kekai as equal as Bharat, or Sita, her newly wedded daughter-in-law. She didn't even mind her husband dying in front of her. 
She didn't mind. Husband is dying in, in, in separation of Lord Ram. She didn't bother her. She was so fixed on the goal. <laughs> Very strong pastime actually if you see. Uh, but that's a fact. Where, where if lower natures are watered enough, whether it's man or woman, it's very difficult to control and it can come out very explosively and it can be very destructive. So because here the section is going, uh, here the section is talking about Kashyapa's and Diti's pastime where Kashyapa Muni is falling down or actually fell down by agreeing Diti's uh, allurements, by accepting Diti's allurements. This particular section is very directly talking about nature of woman. But if you see Bhagavatam, mostly it's just smashing men and their materialistic viewpoints, <laughs> technically speaking. Uh, so, uh, and that's why one should see it in totality and not get very agitated. Once I was in Swanson Street distributing books many years back, one person came to me, I just offered him a book, Australian middle-aged man with a child with him. I offered him Bhagavad Gita and he said, ah, I don't like your books. I said, why? He said, you people are female dominating. I said, what do you mean? He said, in your book, in your book this is written, that is written. And he started quoting, he knew a little bit from his younger age. Oh, this intelligent, less intelligent, blah, blah. He just started making two, three points. And then, then I was noticing that in whole Bhagavatam, in whole Bhagavad Gita, this is what you read. <laughs> Uh, nothing else attracted you, nothing else even bothered your attention uh, and this is what your attention was, was holding on to. So that shows uh, we are not interested in the essence and what is the essence? Prabhupada is very specific about the essence in this verse, in this whole section. Every purport he is hammering this one point, we are not this body, we are spiritual. We are spirit by nature, we are not this body, we are not this body. So considering oneself as body and trying to learn and hear these verses is going to agitate people's mind. There is a very interesting pastime of Srila Prabhupada with Yamuna Mataji. Prabhupada was, many, in many places Prabhupada has mentioned uh, a statement, I think this is from Chanakya Pandit that politician and woman should not be trusted. Prabhupada has made this statement few times. So in India, this was, the group of people were there, Yamana Mataji was also there. I think she was the only woman in the room that time. With, I think some guests were there and Prabhupada was speaking this statement and Prabhupada turned towards Yamana Mataji and said, Yamuna, isn't it true women and politicians can't be trusted? And Mataji said, yes Prabhupada, you're very right. And everyone was giggling and smiling. And then Prabhupada became serious and looked at Yamuna Mataji and said, but you are not a woman, you are a Vaishnavi and can be trusted. Uh, so, <laughs> so Prabhupada was making very specific points, you know. So, very, very occasionally he has quoted, you know, few times he has quoted this statement, but he was making a very clear-cut statement. Where, uh, so, to a degree that, uh, you know, if you see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastime, he was very strict as a sannyasi in a, to associate with women, very, very strict. To a degree that um, hearing a sweet voice of woman, singing, hearing songs from a woman was, even devotional songs were very heavily criticized for a renounced order. But what Srila Prabhupada did, when he first heard Govinda Mahadi Purusham tape from Yamuna Mataji, for the whole future, thousands of years of ISKCON to come, Prabhupada made every person hear that in the morning. Because it was, it moved Srila Prabhupada devotionally so much. This whole album, especially that Govinda Madhi Purusham song, that he said every day morning, seven o'clock, play it. It doesn't matter, sannyasi, whoever you are, hear it. Because it is, he was very much moved by the devotion behind the whole activity, the, the activity of singing. So we have seen in Srila Prabhupada's pastime, uh, he has kept these instructions very crystal clear, but when it comes to save the soul in whichever body the soul is, he has gone all the way out to protect and save. 
But for those who are brahmacharis or sannyasis, especially brahmacharis, we have to be careful not to imitate Srila Prabhupada in trying to save a soul which is in female body. Uh, and, and and recommendation even for grahastha preachers is given um, is that you also don't be very eager to save soul in female body alone. Go and save with your wife. <laughs> be, be, be with your partner when you're trying to cultivate, educate, guide uh, opposite person from opposite sex, opposite gender. So why? Because. Our philosophy explains we are not this body, we are soul. But we are not on that level that we are not this body, we are soul. So we can be very much affected, whether we are married men or we are single men staying in ashram. If we become too loose in the name of preaching. Uh, so that is something to be, to be a little bit careful with. Srila mm. Prabhupada quotes, a story explaining how progress in spiritual life has hardly much to do with your external situation, whether it's, whether it's your environment or the body one is in. And he quotes a story of, of, a, of a brahmana who was living in the neighborhood with a prostitute. It's a very famous story, many times we have heard this. And in this story, the brahmana is constantly criticizing, ridiculing, belittling, Oh, look at this prostitute. What sinful activity she is doing whole day. And he's, his meditation is criticizing her. And that's his daily activity. His Nitya Leela, other than his ritualistic religious practices of reciting shloka, yagya, mantras and all that, is to criticize that prostitute in, her, in his neighborhood. Where am I stuck? What is this neighborhood? Look at her. She'll go to hell. She is this, she that. But her consciousness is Constantly glorifying the Brahmana. Oh, how fortunate is he? He's always studying. He's always reciting mantras. Maybe if I'm that fortunate. Uh, and she's engaged in a profession, remembering the Lord and glorifying the profession, uh, glorifying this, the situation this Brahmana is in. Time of death comes and this Brahmana is very heavily taken by Yamadutas to hell and he says, Boss, there's a mistake. I have recited mantras after mantras, constantly. But he said, sorry sir, you were mostly meditating on the prostitute. Whereas the prostitute has successfully gone beyond material modes. She has transcended. She says, why? Because she was meditating on your activities, <laughs> which you were supposed to meditate on. And she was remembering the Lord. So, uh, Prabhupada quotes this and he says, the progress is very much dependent on the consciousness. And of course, we just can't say, do anything. You be a butcher and chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> One has to be careful of profession also. But the point he was making there is, is, is don't be externally ritualistic, egoistic thinking that we are superior in, in, uh, in our uh, external situation. You know, there's a past, there's a story, His Holiness Radhanath Swami quotes that when some brahmacharis they heard this verse from Yamunacharya, that whenever I think of sex, my lips curl in distaste and I spit on the thought. So these brahmacharis, immature young kids, they took it very literally. Uh, so when in temple, after hearing this very fired up brahmachari class, they literally saw some matajis coming from the front and they spit on the floor. And that was very offensive to a Vaishnava. To a, to a devotee of Krishna. And Krishna took it very seriously. Krishna actually took it very seriously that how can you just offend my devotees? Uh, unacceptable, no matter what. It In just few days, they got so agitated, they had to leave Brahmacharya Ashram. Uh, Krishna just didn't like it. Uh, uh, so you just can't do it. It's just unacceptable. Uh, you just can't act in that way. And, and that's why, if you see the purport, Prabhupada is very specific. He's very, his words are very well chosen, very specific, where he says, Whether one is a man or woman, he is not interested in serving others. Everyone is interested in satisfying his or own senses. 
Krishna conscious, however, provides first-class training for a man or a woman. So a man should be trained to be a first-class devotee of Lord Krishna. And woman should be trained to be very chaste follower of her husband. That will make the lives of both of them happy and successful. So for a, for a, if, if a woman is actually very devotionally inclined to serving her husband, her spiritual master and serving Krishna, you just can't mistreat her based on externals. And that's going to be very harmful for one's spiritual life. So one has to be very, very, very careful when hearing such pastimes, because um, instead of progressing, we may go down, we may actually go down. So, so there are warnings, there are very clear warnings while learning these pastimes. Um, whole Bhagavatam you see, um, it very specifically gives many instructions where, where uh, material motivations of so-called kings, men, are heavily ridiculed and we must apply that very closely on us. Uh, see Anga's pastime, uh, King Anga, how sinful he was, <laughs> how, how sinful he was that uh, Brahmanas had to kill him by mantras, right? Vena, Anga, sorry, Vena, that's what I'm, I'm thinking, this word is Something wrong is there. Vena, King Vena's pastime, that Brahmanas had to kill him. Hmm? Um, and that's why the, the Bhagavatam must be taken in its totality. Um, so the progress, the, the, the way scriptures, the Vedic culture was planned or designed was that Guru is a follower of Krishna. He follows Krishna. Because everyone is a follower in Vedic culture. So when 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 women they hear this statement, like last statement Prabhupada makes, that man should be trained as first class devotees and women should be trained to be very chaste follower of her husband. This word follower, it just it just hits very hard. Uh, that I have to follow this man. So everyone is following in Vedic culture because success in spiritual life means to be a follower, but of whom matters a lot. So Guru is follower of Krishna, husband is follower of Guru, wife follows the husband and children follows the parents. So this is Vedic culture, right? Now imagine this, this current atheistic, people do believe in God, but, but uh, theism, is not the main thread in society, so we call it atheistic society in that sense, has left Krishna out of equation. When we say Krishna, we literally mean that the understanding that there is a spiritual realm, a superior place to go to after this life, that concept is heavily rejected. And whether it's Christianity or people, or you see Islam, there is always a concept of higher realm. It's heaven or Jannat. Or here we are talking about even Swargas, which is heavenly abodes or spiritual realm. So always this concept of, of some superior place to be was introduced in religion. But that is heavily rejected in society. So when you don't have to go anywhere and everything has to be done here, then naturally men will become exploitative and to protect their rights, women will fight back and feminism will reach to whatever it is, wherever it is now and will even go more destructive, right? So, but if, every, if, if God is put in place properly and spiritual teachers do follow the teachings of God properly as gurus, then society will automatically follow them. So the progress, the, the whole, whole, whole hierarchy has been disturbed so badly that in many cultures it's almost irreversible now. Uh, and for that to come back to its proper shape may take some very heavy blessing of the Lord <laughs> to put it back in shape. The way, the way we see, especially the way the West is going and India is so heavily catching up with it, catching up with West. Mm. I just want to conclude with one, one pastime of Srila Prabhupada that shows how when 
doesn't matter which body we belong to if acted for the pleasure of guru and krishna this external bodily barriers makes no sense they don't hinder our spiritual progress and satisfaction of guru and krishna so this particular pastime is of malti mata ji in mayapur so malti mata ji was married to sham sundar prabhu they had a child also so so they went to mayapur in those days where there was no temple it was just hut and and she had to go through a very rigorous routine because she has to take care of shil prabhupad's cooking she has to take care of her husband and the child also saraswati i think name and she saraswati is young so now and the resources are very limited money is less so she practically has to go through all the obstacles which we can't even imagine and we'll not even bother to get into from the point of view of dealing with the management for resources to cook for shil prabhupad to go out and buy you know she has to go out and then argue with the rickshaw walas because they want to charge her more because she is a western bodied person then she has to take a boat go on the other side of navdeep to buy groceries vegetable for prabhupad and argue there also for the fares because they want to charge her more then again go and negotiate argue from the vegetable sellers because they also want to charge her more then come back cook for shila prabhupad and every day she would hear complaints from shila prabhupad this is wrong this is wrong in the cooking more salt less salt this problem that problem and ho- she she specifically says that my whole meditation was that how can i please shila prabhupad what should i cook tomorrow and she is just constantly meditating practically whole day what to do next and how to do it better and it goes on for days and every day she hears some complaint or the other this is not right this is not right so she decides in her mind that i really want to please shila prabhupad so maybe tomorrow i'll tell shila prabhupad that uh, either you find some other cook or i arrange some other i'd cook arrange some other cook for you because i think i'm not able to do something good for you proper for you so shila prabhupad that day uh, prabhupad's god brother sanyasis were coming and they were already critical of shila prabhupad that that you are a sanyasi and why a woman is cooking for you uh but prabhupad didn't take it very seriously so prabhupad did it other way so next day it was time where she thought okay i'll go and tell shila prabhupad that i'm i'm not fit to cook for you i really want to please you but i'm not fit for you but she goes in the room and she see prabhupad calls her actually and she she sees amazing scene where all the god brothers are sitting next to prabhupad a very regal scene with all dhandas in her hand and prabhupad in on his royal seat in the middle and prabhupad calls her in front of all of them and says what are you cooking for me today and she explains and prabhupad says okay cook this she goes she brings prasadam in but she thought okay today i'll not tell because guests are here tomorrow i'll tell prabhupad that i can't cook for you anymore find someone else so she walks in and prabhupad takes this prasad and he says to his god brothers she is malti she goes through all the hardships every day negotiate by this that she has a child she cooks for me every day what i do every day is just find fault with her uh, i have this mistake that mistake this you do this wrong this is what you have done wrong this is what i do all the time but she can slit her throat for me and prabhu said i will do the same for her and malti mataji was shocked and in moment she just started crying prabhupad had very teary eyes god brother was shocked she walks out and she was surprised what i was thinking and what shila prabhupad is thinking that she can slit her throat for me and i'll do the same for her and this is a sanyasi telling amongst all his god brothers for his disciple female disciple and so that is shila prabhupad's empowerment to bring doesn't matter who you are to a spiritual level it does not matter actually which body one is in as long as one is trying to please guru and krishna one can transcend it so uh, so 
one must look beyond these these statements and see uh, how can we go above these bodily conceptions. Doesn't matter man or woman, uh, both have big problems, serious, serious issues uh, to deal with. Uh, we know our issues very well. And, but Matajis also should very clearly know what their issues are so that we can deal with it. And very specifically, Prabhupada Court mentions this, as Vaishnavas, we will acknowledge our issues. As Yamuna Mataji immediately said, yes, Srila Prabhupada, can't be trusted. <laughs> she immediately agreed. Because as Vaishnava, she was able to see beyond. But if you just artificially says, no, men only dominate. Men, male ego, male ego, or female says their points, then society is very chaotic, no progress. Because we can't think of a world beyond this world. We can't think of a place where we all want to go, leaving these external bodies aside. Hmm? So I just want to stop there, see if any questions, corrections, complaints are there. Hare Krishna. Yes, Mataji. Ask a simple question, okay? Um, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Um, you said when women they get a higher position than men in the office or workplace, like they become a manager or the boss, it can be dangerous for the staff. So also sometimes we see in school like us girls, we might get a, we might become a leader or we may get into the leadership team because of our good luck or we have performed well in front of our teachers. So how can we avoid like these situations? Um, um, when we see in leadership roles, women have, are performing very well actually. Currently if you see, they're performing well. This this just one area when when emotions are triggered, that's where they face a challenge. But in terms of competency, uh, if if required, they they outperform men. Specifically, when I'm, I'm using the word when we talk about competency. Uh, so if if a woman is more qualified, yes, she can naturally be a leader because she's already a leader at home. Right? Men are not leaders at home. They just behave, act as one, or they just want to feel as one, but they are not. Sometimes we joke, you know, to so many people, they come with this complaint, that complaint. That uh, we tell Mataji, just make him feel the leader, but anyways, everything happens as you, as you wish. And so just, just, just satisfy him by thinking that he is the boss at home. Uh, so, so, women are natural leaders in society and there is no doubt about it. Especially because it, home is also part of society. Only place when emotions are really triggered to a point where there is hatred. Because psychologically it is seen by experts that if men don't like someone, they can still work along. But it's little difficult for women to do so. But that's the nature. So just that lower aspect, if that can be avoided, why not? Lead, lead from front, and especially you're, you're a devotee. So you can lead with very good example. So, if given an opportunity, go for it. Okay. Anything else? Yes, Prabhu. You came towards the end, so hopefully. I have one question from the translation. Yeah, I know the answer. Prabhu, it says where woman is very harsh here because they can, they will not be hesitate to even kill their own husbands or sons or <laughs> brothers. Um, but in our life, we see woman as a mother and she is the doing everything for the family, what sh possible she can. How can Bhagavatam say these uh, harsh things? Because woman's role is very. Uh, uplifting uh, for it's very much essential for the society mm. to manage, maintain. So, did you have a phone with you? 
you have a smartphone. So if you go to YouTube uh, and type Hare Krishna Melbourne today's date, so the class we gave was pretty much on this topic. So we actually, because you came at the end, that's where this question is coming because we, we discussed the whole thing. Uh, but just very quickly, I'll just brief you. Uh, and and the, the point is, men and women, they both have their lower natures. But when they hit the rock bottom, when they hit to the, to the bottom where they express their lowest natures, it's possible. It's possible and there are many cases where it has happened. Haven't you seen in a domestic violence men killing women? Right? So when they hit their rock bottom, they kill. And the same can happen with women because they cannot kill. They 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 plan it. They do strategies to make to kill husband when they have a lover and they really fed up with this current husband. So both have their sides. It's possible. Why not? Kaika is a very classic example I was giving. She didn't mind Ram going to the forest, live or die, doesn't care. Husband was dying in front of her, doesn't care. Yeah, so, so the whole idea of Vedic society was don't let people move towards their lower sides. Bring them up, uplift them with knowledge, with good example, with spiritual practices. And that's why women were always expected to be under protection. Because this one aspect is, can be harmful for them and society. You see what has happened, motherhood is, is getting destroyed in West because, because uh, too much independence and not much education. Independence is still okay. People can be independent, but be independent under guidance. If because they're independent with no guidance, with no superior guidance, uh, According to experts who are dealing with this matter, in late thirties they figure out, oh no, this is not what I want. I don't want a career. I want a family, but it's too late. I want a child, but it's too late. <laughs> Society is facing it and India is catching up with it. Uh, so, so don't let the lower natures uh, control you. Is it okay? Yeah. But we discussed in detail, so I just don't want to go again. Is it okay? Anything else or we finish? Hare Krishna. Grantrashina Bhagavatam ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai.